2: coming out and setting a the tempo there uh with aggressive play um you know those uh Trey and that that whole group creed uh, both tackles I thought did a nice job and and then um you know the the running back <clears throat> Pacheco played hard and aggressive and Pat did a nice job uh likewise so, uh, all around, just a, a good, solid job there. Defensive line <clears throat> really started the, um, you know, started the fight up front there and uh, had pressure on the quarterback. Kept him in in the pocket, which was big, um, and then uh, that helped out with the with the back end, uh, whether it were the linebackers who I thought tackled well, and then. Uh, the secondary which stayed aggressive and, and challenged receivers um, again i thought george and, and, and chris did a nice job uh up front there and um and then the guys that had to fill in i thought they uh they did they did well when asked to step in and do their job so uh and then specialties wise we we did a good job there so um with that time yours
0: you're listening to 16 Sports Radio in Kansas City, KCSP, Kansas City, WDAF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Um
2: wanted to ask you about the
0: uh, the Christmas Day game against the Raiders. Uh, you know, not much was working that day and, and really maybe for some weeks leading up to that. And it was hard to see you being where you are now. W- were there things you were seeing at that time even that were, were led you to believe that this was realistic, that you could reach this stage here? And Brad,
2: I'll have a second question as well. Yeah, you know, I think. Listen, I think Adam, that was a good wake up call for us. Um, you know, they came out with great emotion. Antonio had them ready to go, and um, and but the, that emotion was the thing that jumped out at you that they played with, and um, I, I think it, it, it gave our guys a you know a nice little uh, you know for a better term a wake up call um, that that listen we need to we need to step things up here. Things aren't just going to you know fall in our lap and so um we're we're taking everybody's best shot and here's a team that went through some adversity and and they stepped up and uh, were able to present themselves like they did so um you know that that uh, uh we were able to learn from it and and move on i i felt all along though we you know we had the ability to do that um we we just like I said we we needed uh, um, just a little kick in the tail there. So
0: yeah, okay. And I'm sure you've seen what Kadarius Tony posted about his situation on social media. What's his status with the team? Will he be practicing with you this week um, when you when you guys get going?
2: Yeah, I I actually haven't seen it. I mean, I've heard heard uh, people talk about it, but um, uh, yeah, he'll be back back
3: out there and we'll we'll see see how he does Let's next
2: to sarin petro go ahead sarin uh coach this is a, a follow-up to adam's question uh so his status with the team is is unchanged it, it remains just an injury situation that the it's got kind of, it, i found it difficult to follow what he was saying but it did seem to be that he was saying he was not hurt um can you expand upon what, what his situation is a little more coach yeah, well, I mean, you know, obviously he's been on the injury report, so I mean, I, I got that that part as uh, that's not made up by any means, but he's been working through some things, and um, he'll, uh, you know, he'll be back out there.
3: Let's go next to Todd Palmer. Go ahead, Todd.
2: Uh, hey, Andy, I was just curious. A lot is, is made about Patrick Mahomes and legacy and things like that. I just didn't know how much do you think about Pat and his legacy in the league, you know, as, as kind of these moments come along. Yeah. I mean, Todd, I, he's a, we see it every day. You're right. Uh, we don't take that for granted. Um we, we re- respect the job that he does and we appreciate it and we know we're seeing something special. Um, and he's still young in this business. So, uh, that's a great thing for the chiefs. It's a great thing for the city. Um, and, and, you know, it's somebody that you can build around and, and Brett Veach does a great job with that of making sure that other positions are, are relative to that. So, um, It's a, you know, it's a, it's a positive thing that we're very aware of, I guess is the best way I could say it.
3: Let's go next to Pete Sweeney. Go ahead, Pete.
0: Hey coach. I I know you've done this a few times now with this Super Bowl bye week but I was wondering if you could uh, preview the week and and just kind of talk to how you might balance making sure that these guys do take advantage of the rest while, while game planning.
2: Yeah. By the way, I want to just put a shout out for Ella Grady too, for stepping in and doing the job he did in Bush. Those were, those were two guys I thought did nice job stepping in. Um, yeah. So Pete, the way, the way I'll look here, the guys come in today and they have a, uh, we have a team meeting a little bit later today and then, um, and then they have a couple days off and then they'll come back and, uh, on a uh, Wednesday or Thursday and we'll kind of start our normal week. We'll try to get everything done here, uh, the best we can. And then, Uh, Once we get down there, it's a good review for us and uh, and still keep keep ourselves in shape and football shape. So we're ready to go. Yeah. Let's
3: go next to Matt Derrick. Go ahead, Matt.
0: Hey, Coach, Um, it's a popular narrative about Patrick that
4: this is the best defense that he's ever played with. But in your years of coaching, where does this defense, you know, stack up to you as far as the ones that you've had, and
0: and how important was it for you bringing Steve in in twenty nineteen?
2: Yeah, well, I guess I could start with that. I mean, that was a that was a, that was important. Um, we have a history together, so um, I, I knew what to expect and where he would go with things. Um, he had a young bunch and um an older group that was tremendous for us but they they had kind of aged out and uh we then we had this influx of new player, new young guys and uh what he did with them i thought was great uh of teaching all of his guys did that they did a great job of teaching and uh the kids were receptive to it and then you're seeing seeing the rewards of that now um is it one of the better defenses yeah i'd say it's one of the better defenses that uh, that i've that i've been around I, we had some real good ones in um in philadelphia uh and some of the early defenses here i don't want to slight those guys they they did a nice job for us so um but but surely this is a this is a team this is a a defense that has helped uh guide this team along as the offense uh, was growing so um, and uh, now that both are are playing well, it's it's a uh, you know, that's a, a tribute to everybody involved. What Steve has done and then what Nag's has done on the offensive side of helping it grow.
4: Let's go next to Todd Lebo. Go, ahead, Todd. Hey coach, one of the things the defense has done all year is, is performed very well, but they hadn't really been getting the turnovers. And it closed a couple times on different deals. Obviously, that's been really big for you here, especially against Baltimore, getting those turnovers. How do you go about creating that again? I turnovers are a fickle thing, I guess, but can you can you coach that stuff?
2: Well, you know, it's, uh,
4: you got to have a dance partner.
2: So the, they've got to make sure that you know that they that we're doing the right things uh, defensively and putting ourselves in the right positions to have an opportunity to make a turnover. And then the other side's got to give you that opportunity. So, um, I, I would say though, Todd, that it was great to see, um, we, we had a chance for another one too. Uh, the has got that cast on <laughs> that. That's some of the, that's the fact that he's even playing is, is a great thing and making the tackles he's made. I don't know how he does it, but, um, uh, you know, he, he had a chance for, for another one. So, uh, but the, the guys are doing a great job. They're doing a great job with their eyes right now, and that'll be real important uh, in a couple of weeks here when we play the ers It's
3: so like we've got two more. We'll go to Nick Jacobs and then Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Nick. Yeah, and we kind of think back to training camp <laughs> and going through the season here, and especially these past three weeks, is there anything about this team collectively that's either kind of surprised you or impressed you and is going to stick with you about how they battled to get to this moment?
2: I tell you, yes, Nick. I mean, they're um, it's a, a group that has a there's a great spirit about them, and there's a certain toughness that they they have to where they don't get down on each other. They challenge each other. They they support each other, um, and it's been that way through the highs and lows. I mean, nothing's changed. Um, that you know, Adam mentioned that Raider game. Well it's they they just said hey we gotta we gotta up our game it wasn't us as coaches jumping up and down on them they took it within themselves to say we know what we we are and can be we we've got to do it and i mean that that jumps out at me just that that attitude i mentioned it after the buffalo game i mentioned last yesterday afternoon that um there's a grit to that and uh, maybe you're not the most talented. Maybe you're not the fastest or the quickest or whatever, but l- let's go maximize what we are and let the chips fall where they may.
3: We'll go last Sam McDowell. Go ahead, Sam. Hey, Andy. Um, yesterday, uh, uh, Patrick in
0: his postgame had implied that Travis sort of improved on that third down route that ended up with the fluttering pass that he, that he dove to catch. Um, just wanted to ask you what the intention of that play was originally.
2: Yeah, he was working more across, and he kind of came back on that a bit. Just that Pat was moving, so he had to get himself in position to, uh, to get that. I mean, the fact that he laid out like that, I mean, I've seen him do a lot of things. I really haven't seen that right there where he had to yeah. be in that position uh, parallel to the ground and two inches off of the ground to, to make the catch. That's tough without the ball. Hitting the turf there. So um, it was a great job by him and something I guess he's kept in the pocket for a while and,
3: and showed us. Thanks, Senate. Yeah. Coach, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. All right. So that was uh, Andy Reid. Speaking of the media, you kind of laid out the rest of the week because the Super Bowl is not until the following Sunday. They're off for a couple of days, but Andy does. Uh, go ahead and, and the rest of the week is treated like a game week in terms of the uh, the preparation, the game planning. And then that way there's a little bit lighter load the week of the game when they're out there. But and they uh, have
0: a million and, media obligations and yeah, everything's yeah. weird and, and different. Look, that's,
3: this goes back to the experience part. Now Kyle Shanahan's been in the Super Bowl with the, with the 49ers before, yes. so he's also experienced. not like you're going up against a, a coaching staff that hasn't prepared for it. But as far as like the like, – everybody will try to make a big deal about the distractions and all that kind of stuff around the Super Bowl – not worried about that with this team. They've done through the, they, their, third, their, stars. Their, their fourth Super Bowl with a lot of these guys, uh, at least at the key positions, and obviously a coaching staff that's been through this plenty of times as well. Uh, no injury update or anything there. We weren't expecting that. Adam Shepton on TV
0: was making it sound like it was more like a torn pack for Joe Tooney, so I'm, well, I'm that really pa- I'm not about the, I'm talking
3: about out, yeah. out, out of the game. Yeah. I mean, I, as far as I'm concerned, Joe Tooney's probably not playing. Yeah, yeah but exactly. I, I'm talking more on the, like, the Willie Gay Jr. next stuff. We won't know for sure. Although you would think in two weeks, the neck will be fine, but we'll find out.
0: I will say this. Andy got asked twice about it. And I, so I see people in the text. I'll be like, hey, you guys going to talk about Kadarius Tony Eventually. Yeah. Look, at some point, will we talk about what he said on social media? Probably. But I'm not bringing down the vibe today. Yeah, that's what, he didn't that's, play. I'll be honest. He didn't play. I'm not talking about a man who didn't play in a game when the Chiefs are on their way to their fourth Super Bowl in their fifth year. Not today. Not letting him bring bring the whole vibe down. Right? That's no good. That would be like if uh, somebody dropped a pass early in the game that didn't eventually lead to it. I understand last week we were talking about McCall Hartman because we thought it might have had an impact on the game. Tony hasn't had an impact on the game the entire year. So if I'm going to spend time about maybe him being in his last legs in a Chiefs uniform, that can be later. Oh,
3: he's had an impact on a game. He's definitely, he's definitely game. made an impact on a game. That's, that's fine. But yeah, I have no interest in really talking about somebody today that didn't even make the trip out to, uh, you know, out to the Baltimore, so I'm, I'm good try with that. I'm trying to bring the vibe down. Yeah, we'll, I'm happy. We'll, we'll talk about that later. If you're wondering, yeah, Andy just said that basically he was asked about the, the claim, which was that, is he not really hurt? And Andy said, it's not made up by any means. But yeah, we'll have we'll have two weeks to talk about that and whether or not Canarius Tony is trending towards being active in, in the Super Bowl or not. Andy said he'll be back out there. I took yeah. that as in just that he'll be back out of practice. I don't think uh, Bink texted me. He's like, did he say that Tony's going to be playing again? I go, well, he says me back out there, meaning practice. I don't think that was. A, oh yeah, he'll be active in the Super Bowl. That <laughs> well, was very. Uh, unclear. I would still be. I would still be surprised
0: by that. It's Andy's way of saying he's still on this team. By the way, they still have enough wide receivers. He can be up healthy and
3: active. That's. Yeah. Canary's Tony, seventy-five to one to win the Super Bowl MVP. For those of you that um, are feeling like throwing away your money. So, yeah, if you yes. want to throw away Vegas your money, I would love to take yeah, your if cash you If on you out. want to bet that, uh, just please give that money to the show instead, please.
0: Is it okay? Like I think that a lot of people um, have. Followed this Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey story closely for a variety of reasons, including <laughs> the fact that Taylor Swift massive public. They seem so happy and nice. Yeah, Travis is having an incredible postseason again. And somebody pointed out in his 16 games in the playoffs with Patrick Mahomes, a full season, 1,500 yards, 18 touchdowns and 133 catches, which is insane in his own right. He is on the doorstep of so many receiving records. Hell, he was seven catches short of Jerry Rice. He had it in a quarter and a half. We were in the eight-minute mark of the second quarter, and Travis Kelsey had already tied and then passed Jerry Rice for all-time playoff receptions. The Taylor stuff's going to get nuts these next two weeks. I, The people who were deep diving over whether or not she could make it from Tokyo, yeah. what the time difference is, what time would she arrive in Vegas, get back in Tokyo for her performance, by all accounts, she Taylor will be there the Super yeah. Bowl. It wasn't just could like French. No question.
3: You, it's not even just fringe people. Like CNN had somebody on breaking it down uh, the other day. They like th- her travel plans. So yes, it is very possible that because the time zone, she could be back for Super Bowl Sunday with 23 hours or something to spare uh, from a, a concert in in Tokyo. So my guess is yes, yeah, she'll be at at the Super Bowl. But no, they look very happy. That was cool to see the photo of Andy Reid and her pointing at each other. That was pretty cool.
0: Everyone's in now. Yeah. It took a second. Can you imagine how far we've come in that story? People used to say this was fake. Yes. This was a made-up publicity relationship. And that's, again, that, that has gone people through. Are the, saying that, right?
3: No, but it's gone okay. through the cycle. Because initially that was the, oh, it's just a whole fake marketing ploy. Then when it became obvious, like, how can you even claim that it is that? Then people just tried to start hating on other things, right? You know, because uh, like, as if she's telling CBS to show her. In fact, you could tell during the broadcast, she was. it was, looked like she had mouthed, like, go away. Like, basically, like, stop showing me. Yeah. Um, So the opposite, she's done absolutely nothing wrong. I don't know why people are, you know, people sometimes just like to be ticked off about anything. If they're both happy, then who then then who cares? And they look and by all accounts, they look extremely happy with each other. It was really cool that she got to go down on the field in that moment. That's the first time I think she's really been down on the field um, versus just being up in the suite. So yeah.
0: Well, she got the full view of Travis Kelsey playoff performer. Look, he was great last week too, but she's rolling into these playoff games after watching them slug through a regular season and be like, yeah, Travis is pretty good player.
3: I yeah, thought the they, they win some showed, games. Someone had audio of her down on the uh, uh, on the field when she was hugging Travis. I thought she said, "I've never seen you like that before." Yeah, she yeah, said. Yeah, she Something said, like "I that. can't
0: believe you did that." Something. Yeah, I can't believe you did that. And she also, it it appears, by the way, from the lip readers, like he was trying to be polite and be like, "Are you sure you would like to be this affectionate in front of all these people?" And she said, "I don't give an f." And you're good like, "Yeah, her. good for you." Her. Know what? Yeah. Right approach. I don't either. But so when, like, she got the full view of what Travis Kelsey is in the postseason because Travis Kelsey is the single greatest tight end in NFL history in just the regular season, and then when he gets to the postseason gold, he is a completely different level of player, as in the only man to pretty much ever slow down Travis Kelsey in a postseason game was Bill Belichick. That's it the single greatest defensive mind maybe ever in the NFL is the only person to ever show me any kind of what if we slowed Travis Kelsey down? I don't know how the 49ers going to spend their next two weeks, but defensively, the only thing they should be worried about to slow the chiefs down is, is there a way to limit what Travis Kelsey does for this offense? Because over the last two games, it appears like the answer is no. What would you, I mean, I like at this point, they had Kyle Hamilton on him. Kyle Hamilton is an all pro caliber yeah. safety. What did Travis Kelsey still do on that? No, if he's playing at he's this, getting le- bullied.
3: if he's playing at this level, Cody, he's back to what we were discussing, you know, prior to, to, to the week one, you know, knee injury that I still think impacted him and week 18, not not playing was a huge deal. Uh, and then you add in the playoff intensity, but you're, you're back to having to completely treat him like a hall of fame tied in. I don't think some teams for a little while thought that they we're still had to him the same way. Now yeah. you do. And that opens things up for Rasheed Rice and I think it in a weird way also opens up the passing game or the, the running game a, a little bit and they get two weeks. Like not only does Andy get two weeks to game plan, uh, Travis, Kelsey, anybody that's older on the team, anybody that's banged up like Willie Gay and Mike Edwards, among others, Charles and all those guys get time to get healthy and rested. So it's a fresh bunch. And, you know, there will be different wrinkles that Andy has up his sleeve, just like Kyle Shanahan will as well.
0: I do still like the, uh, the just inclusive nature of it. Because, like, I've heard other people be like, oh, you know, my kids are more invested or their daughters. Like, my uncle was in town. I told you guys, I watched the game yesterday with my uh, grandpa. It was his 94th birthday yesterday. So, like, a whole bunch of family. Like, we all watched it. Like, we brought a TV. Nice. Like, my nephew brought, like, his TV from home so that everybody could, like. But well, he brought the TV? Well, because he's got a TV, but it's not real oh, big. Okay, and there was okay. a lot of us, gotcha, right? Gotcha, gotcha, We gotcha. needed a couple of rooms to spread out because I had aunts and uncles from out of town. And all the nieces and he probably had, like. 10 great grandchildren there, right? I mean, it was the, maybe more, it was the crew. Everyone showed up to watch it with him. And even like, but like, you know, my uncle was like, his daughter's like, did not, she's like, straight up did not care about football until six, like six months ago. Like football meant nothing to her. Like she never even mentioned it or showed any interest in it. Taylor Swift showed up yeah. interested. My daughter last night was asked, she said, is Taylor Swift going to be at the game? Cause she sees her. I said, yeah, she'll be at the Super Bowl, I think. She's like, will you sit next to her? I was like, that won't be happening. That that side of this equation, not a thing. I just like watching Travis go back to it. Like, if you had some doubt, be like, hey, can he hold up for a few more years? If you can still perform like this in the postseason, you still got juice. Still got juice. I know, Gold. And I know people will be like, well, maybe the 1,000-yard thing, which died already. Maybe he won't go back to 1,000. What if he's a 900-yard receiver again? Just as long as he's going to be in the postseason again, Travis Kelsey still holds incredible value for the of course, franchise that's why years into the
3: future. And that's why in the offseason they will they still will have to, and they will, they're going to have to rework, as we all know, the wide receiver room, though, because if you aren't counting on like going into the season where you can be a 1,000-yard receiver, then you have to have other pieces, whether it's directly another tight end or otherwise, to help you out. But yeah, when it matters most, the great ones step up. That applies to Patrick Mahomes. That applies to to multiple guys on this roster, and Travis Kelsey certainly is part of that as well. He was absolutely sensational yesterday. The catches they weren't getting from him in the regular season, they, they got. And that that's why this team is in the Super Bowl. You know, they've cut out the drops, the penalties, the turnovers. But also, your best player is not just, you know, making ordinary catches. He's making the extraordinary catches. And you heard Andy Reid was asked about that third down sequence where, where, where Kelsey ran basically the wrong route or at least adjusted or yep. whatever. Right. Like I guess it wouldn't necessarily the wrong route as much as it was an he adjustment said he's supposed to
0: run across. And then, you know, tra- Patrick started running a little bit. So Travis started to go the other way. He's supposed to go over the middle and somehow he ends up at the corner pylon. The other part of that is not the only end of there, but Patrick is still like, eh, it's just Travis. And he's standing over there by himself. So I'll give him a shot. I don't care. It's Kyle Hamilton.
3: Travis but, is over but, there. But Kelsey yeah, also, and this is there. why I still go back to week 18, as much as we can make a big deal about, well, she's the playoffs. He plays better. He just he's just moving around a lot better. You he, he looked at times old walking around in the regular yeah, season. He didn't. He doesn't look. No, he looks fresh. He looks super fresh. Yeah,
0: he looks like old. He looks like Travis seven years ago. Yeah. Looks exactly yeah. the same. Yeah, You're before like, we were, like movement, this, style, this is, play, catches, all of
3: it. This is old Kelsey. Not he's old Kelsey going on yes. right. I mean, there's a big difference in what we're watching him do, and no reason to think that that's not continuing with two more weeks off. Fresh it up get ready for the, the 49ers and you know, he'll be amped up cause he's going up against another great tight end in George Kittle. So I think that adds to it. If you're trying to outperform somebody,
0: do you think that Kelsey is partly responsible for why the Ravens got out of their game so quick? Like sometimes it's like they had no answer It'd be like they were scrambling and grasping at straws from jump because Travis Kelsey was catching every single pass for 10, 12 yards a game in the first quarter and a half The Chiefs had seven plays over 10 yards and five of them were to Travis Kelsey. I felt like they found themselves the first time they got punched in the gut and they were trying to like catch their breath for a second where they're like, okay, what the hell's happening in this game? The vibe's bad. Like that's how the Ravens must've felt was because Kelsey immediately hit him mm-hmm. like from the jump hit him. And it just didn't feel like they could ever really recover.
3: I think, I think that him. was where the offensive line to their credit dominated. I mean, that was the, the be more physical. Nobody had, you said, punch them in the mouth. No, nobody had done that to the Ravens this year. And so it started, yes, Kelsey had some big-time catches on the opening drive, but they were successful on big chunks running the ball with Pacheco on the yeah, first drive. And so that's a credit for an offensive line. The one concern was, what do you do without Joe Tooney? Well, Nick Allegretti stepped up in a in a huge, huge way. They didn't allow a for, sack, for right? Team. One sack. One sack. Uh, Matabuke, oh, right. Matabuke. Matabuke got the one. Got the one, plus 150. Yeah, he got the Hater. one sack. Hater betting against the Chiefs. She could
0: have just taken an MVS over and won the same no, money.
3: I, we had a conversation on the show last Friday, and I said, If you want to hit prop bets, sometimes you can't just bet all the Chiefs ones. I picked the Chiefs to win the game. We all picked the Chiefs to win the game. I had uh, a couple props for the Chiefs, but I also wanted to make some money. So I bet on Matabuke to get a sack at plus money, and he got a sack. Everybody's happy. We're all good. All good. Like, you think in the Super Bowl, I'm not going to have a single 49ers prop bet for a player? Of course I will. I don't have the answer to what it is yet. got to A little early. A little early. Yeah, of course. Although well, those are still like for Super Bowl MVP market's already out there. I'll have some bets on a few Chiefs players. I'll have at least one bet on the Niners players, too. Can we, like,
4: like, Debo catches or whatever? I
3: mean, Mahomes and Purdy are the two favorites, duh, to win MVP because they're quarterbacks. I know, stunning. But further down the board, there's some intriguing ones. Kelsey's 22-1 to, one to be uh, Super Bowl MVP. Kelsey might have
4: won it.
0: Remember, we had the conversation before. said, yeah. hey, if they did this like they do the, like, American League in baseball and there was an AFC Championship game MVP
3: is it Travis Kelsey? Probably. Mahomes had a great game too, but it's probably Kelsey in that instance.
0: Like it's hard to give it to Sneed because he didn't have, like normally if you're a defensive player, you have to have the touchdown. Yeah. Yep. Like you can't just be great defensively like Chris Jones or Sneed were. You have to actually score with the football in order to do it. You and I would agree that the defense was the better unit again, but that's I bet Kelsey would have gotten market. the award.
3: Yeah, that's why the MVP market's always tricky. We'll have time to talk more about that next week on, on Radio Row, but there, it's already out there if you want to bet MVP. Been out, there out couple, to Vegas, been out there for a couple weeks.
0: Let us know when you're going out there. Like to meet fans. I'm sure we'll have some oh, fan yeah. interactive stuff just like we did before. There'll be a couple of times we're out and about somewhere. Where we're going to tell you to come meet us. So yeah, if you're well, heading
3: out to Vegas, look forward to seeing you. Definitely. We'll have some more details on our, our Vegas plans over the next couple of days and heading into next week. Up next, though, we'll get to the random question of the day and someone that for two weeks in a row deserves a lot of credit for what he's been doing.
0: Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 19 seconds to the
2: two-minute warning of the game. Third and nine, chiefs at their own 46. Ravens, four-man front. Laying press on the outside. Mahomes will throw it in the pocket. He's launching one long. Mark Westfeld and Scantling catches the ball at the Raven 30 on his backside. Shades of the catch he had against Cincinnati in the end zone last year in the AFC championship game. Marquez Valdez-Scantling, saving the best for last. His two catches last week, and on
3: his rear end, catches a 32-yarder from Mahomes for a first down. Mitch Holtis on the call, Chiefs Radio Network. Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Just like we all thought when it matters most would ice back-to-back playoff games and have another impactful moment in an AFC title game. Sorry, Drew, for the Cincinnati reference in that one. I'm sure you didn't enjoy that. He did catch a touchdown last year against your Cincinnati Bengals. He had a great game Uh, against Cincinnati last year. It was over 100 yards. Uh, This one was just one catch, but it iced the game. I don't care how he has to catch the football. He's found a way the last two weeks to catch the football. And for that, he deserves credit. It's got to feel amazing if you're Marquez. Nothing changes here in about three weeks or so. They will still need to cut him, but let's enjoy the moment together and appreciate the catches in the moment that he's having. And hopefully he comes with another big catch in the Super Bowl. props to him. It's got to feel great. What a redemption story.
0: What a great redemption arc. We buried him this year. And by the way, you better come with like timestamp receipts. If you try to slide into this text line and be like, you guys said he was done. We all said it was, he was done. (laughs) Who the hell was on the other side of that argument? I'm dead serious. Find me one person, one person that was like
3: ardently defending NVS this whole time. Well, the regular season, still the regular season. But again, he deserves credit. I don't care. He deserves credit right now for what he's done the last two weeks, which has come up with some big time catches to seal wins and to help this team get to the Super Bowl. That's where we're at with him. No, like that's all you need. That's all you need again from him. The Super Bowl. Maybe you'll need one catch. Could be a huge catch. One catch. That's all I need from you in the Super Bowl as well. One, one timely catch. I
0: just. He was buried for a good reason. And then I thought he took zero accountability. Everyone was taking accountability for him. Patrick was like, well, you know, I could have thrown that ball one inch closer to his hands. You're like, what? What are you talking about? Hit both his hands. He's a wide receiver. And then all of a sudden, in two consecutive playoff games, in moments in which it really matters, MVS is back. Look, I made the
3: tougher catches, too. That's what's funny.
0: I thought the like, deeper, well, he made two good catches in the last game. So, and then he made, yeah. obviously, this one here. This is, what, this is what he should have been this entire time. I think partially he's helped by the fact that they've discovered themselves a little bit, going back to us saying, hey, throw it to Pacheco, Kelsey, and Rice, and kind of nobody else, just give them the ball. He's helped by that. But even in the early part of the year, that was what went wrong with MVS's season. You and I had said the entire time, it's not that he was never open deep. It's that it didn't matter. It didn't matter that he was ever open. They were unsuccessful in getting the ball to MVS ever. And then when the ball did get to him, man couldn't catch it. And look, one time he got pass interfered and they didn't call it. But I didn't think, I just, uh, there's no way at any point this season. I mean, I doubted maybe their post, I doubted their Super Bowl chances. I sure as hell didn't think MVS was going to show up. This is why the award we gave out last week matters. We decide, I think moving forward, as long as this show is on the year, you and I, let's say we get lucky and we get to do another 10. We do another 10 years with Patrick Mahomes as the starting quarterback. The Kansas City Chiefs are allowed one player. One player who does not have to show up for the regular season. I will let it go, and you can just be a postseason performer. It used to be Frank Clark. (laughs) It is now MVS. I don't care who it is going forward. It'll be somebody after MVS because somebody earlier in the text I said, hey, does this make you change your mind about no. paying MVS? Paying MVS $14 million? He's no. St-
3: again, it's not changed my it, mind in that department. Let's enjoy the time we're all spending together, okay? Let's enjoy that time for the next couple of weeks. And then the same result will happen. At some point, three, four weeks from now, whatever it is, they will still need to cut him. But let's enjoy the time we have together while it lasts, and let's keep making some catches if you're Marquez valdez scaling Thank you very much for your service. Appreciate it.
0: Can't believe it was him.
3: And in the past, in the future, your your the playoff Frank Award, uh, I would still prefer it be someone that's not making eleven or twelve million dollars a year that oh, also that yeah. no shows in the regular season. You'd never be like yeah.
0: Sky Moore in the last year of his rookie deal or something.
3: Yes, yes, he could win for, it next year, man. But good for him. He you had a huge smile on his face. He should feel great. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it feels incredible to step up in these moments after being criticized all year, fairly, but still, it's uh, it's 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 good to see that for him. Did you um, everybody see his tweet? Yeah, it's a great one. Okay, so
0: at the bank and then the Chiefs Saholic things.
3: Yeah, M and T Bank Stadium in Baltimore.
0: Which <laughs> it's just so good. It's just so good. I just he was maybe the most unlikely playoff hero. You could have sooner convinced me Justin Watson was gonna have multiple big catches in this postseason
3: before I thought he it was. He had one going big catch? I mean that that's the you I was you, on, you, on a third down, too. You said it right long. though. It's like it it's it's asking these guys just occasionally to come up with one play instead of earlier in the year. Justin Watson, this game had one catch for 16 and it was a huge conversion. You're right, Drew. And back in like week nine or whatever it was, they were trying to get him 10 or 11 targets. That's the difference. Now it's like I can trust Justin Watson, maybe to make one big play a game or MVS to make one big play a game where they were in trouble was early in the season. And for a majority of the season, they were asking MVS to make you know, four or five of them and Watson yeah. to make seven or eight of them. And like, that's not who they are. Justin Watson been a great special teamer has been much better than I think anybody thought in terms of when they signed him, but he's a fifth receiver, not a guy that should be getting 10 targets. And so here you're, you you asked for a big opportunity, a big catch and he gets it for what, you. What
0: did he have? 38 yards in that game last
3: night? Who? MBS. He had the one, was it, was it a 38 yard gainer? I don't know. If well, it he was had him.
0: one other catch. He had two. I
3: thought he it was got, 38 total. I'm not sure why I think he had
0: like a four yard catch or whatever. I think that one was like 34 yards. Um, no, just trying to do some quick math.
3: Oh. Two um, for 38 in this game.
0: Okay. 38 yards. You know what that is? It's MVS's season. It's MVS's every other season in the rest of his life. 648 yards. 38 yards a game gold is 646 yards receiving over the course of a season. What he did last night is who he is. We're cool with it when you're when you're right. doing the job you're supposed to be doing. The frustration again for MVS was like the standing up for him. But to the Chiefs' credit, this is something that I, like, I'll like, i admit I was wrong on. There were a couple of times this year that I'm like, bury someone instead. The um, <laughs> going up and being like, it's going to be okay, champ stuff, we're done there. Kelsey yeah. putting his arm around, like, I was done with it. I could not understand the ardent defense of just what was poor football play when it had gotten to week 14, 15, and 16. Look, I get it, week two or three. But it felt like it was like kicking the ass time. It was like... Sure. Hey, grow up, be an adult, right? Like maybe you have like a couple of nice conversations, then eventually you got to have the big boy talk. No, they just stood by his man. And then last night after the post game, that's all what they were saying too. like Patrick Mahomes still in the biggest moment to seal a game on a third and nine that was going to give Lamar Jackson the ball back with two minutes to go and a couple of timeouts, or I guess two minutes to go no timeouts. Yeah. He was going to give them the ball back. He still threw the ball 30 yards down the field in the S.
3: I can't believe he did it again. it was a hell of a call. A gutsy call as well. Have we checked in? Has, has anybody, I know Joe Burrow tweeted during the game. I I know he Joe chimed Burrow in. said that he wanted uh, them let him to taunt. be able the taunt. He, he said one of them taunt, which, which was a good sign for Bengals fans to know that the wrist injury while he's sitting on his ass at home during the playoffs must be feeling good enough to tweet about uh, the, he, he the Chiefs. He never is on um, social media um, so saying. So the wrist, must be, the wrist must be feeling good. So that's a good sign for the Bengals future. Uh, but then as we've checked in on Jamar Chase, has he, has he chimed in?
1: Jamar, you go first. Who's going to the Super Bowl? An AFC, NFC team.
3: Uh, anybody but the Chiefs. How's he doing? Can we, can we follow up? I, I, who would he like to win the Super Bowl? I'm guessing he's going to pick the 49ers, which is fine. But I wonder if he's doing okay. I'm hoping he didn't watch the game and he was on a beach in Cancun or something. I was I was hoping that's where Jamar Chase is at.
4: I wonder how – that is that is something I've wondered is is how many of these athletes watch the games and how many of them actually don't care. I feel like Joe Burrow is a guy that's always going to watch the games. I feel like Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Whether he's Patrick's always going to watch the games. You know, he's a football guy. He goes on the Manning cast and everything. I don't know if Jamar Chase, he, I mean, I don't think Jamar Chase comes across as that guy. I'm not watching the game if I'm not in it, you know, or if I'm not prepping for a game. I'm not watching. I feel like that's, mm-hmm. you know, Jamar's a... Look, I'll, I'll say this. It's still just Brady and Burrow, and, and that's content to me. If they win For one, what? For what? <clears throat> You're taking. If, you're taking. Hang, hang on,
0: the banner. Hang on, what we made an elite eight. Hang on, that's a sweet sixteen banner. The idea that
4: Lamar Jackson uh-huh. was the. I, I have a problem with Lamar Jackson. This take. You this got a problem with Lamar Jackson? No. What this do you problem, got against this Lamar? Problem last week that we were talking about is Lamar the next, uh, Mahomes man? No, it's not. There is one. There is one guy, that that can he doesn't do it. Have his own there guy. is there is one guy that can do it, and it is who's currently playing. And that's oh, Joe Burrow. Wow. And nobody else should bring up anybody else's name ever oh. again. It is the one guy that can be cool, calm, and collected in the moment. Or. Is Joe Burrow. Or. Granted. He's just Joe Flacco, and he got him once. You know? Maybe
0: Burrow's just Joe Flacco. He got him once. Uh, Except he didn't win his Super Bowl. Flacco won his Super Bowl. He, he technically got you guys three times. <laughs>
3: um, but. Yeah, Regular we, season Here's, here's the games one thing. We, we are at the point now, Drew, with the Chiefs where. I, look, Josh Allen can come to Arrowhead. Well, they're in Buffalo next year. Come to Arrowhead next year. Time they play. They'll be the Chiefs. It doesn't and and it it, doesn't matter. I know, and that's kind of where I'm at about like when the Chiefs play Cincinnati next year at Arrowhead. If Joe Burrow comes to Arrowhead in the regular season and wins, I really don't care. We don't care.
4: It is kind of funny too. Jake Browning played better than Lamar Jackson did against the Chiefs. Regular season just doesn't. When you're talking about whether it's the Patriots in their dynasty run teams that would beat the
3: Warriors during their regular season, dynasty runs or whatever. Same thing applies. Like, it just doesn't –
4: that's not the scale that they're great on. You guys are playing in a different world yeah, than the Chiefs. I don't think Bengals fans get up for – like, it doesn't ma- – the regular season doesn't matter as much. I think the whole vibe of, well, just let's let the Bengals get in and we'll we'll go from there. Like, the regular season doesn't – it doesn't matter along along the similar lines, but obviously the Chiefs have won the Super Bowl, so it doesn't – somebody said it was funny, they – the Chiefs basically have yada yadda their way through the regular season. And I think that that's a, that was a very good line because, and the point that we brought up earlier, that you guys brought up earlier, of regular season doesn't matter next year. It's like, look, guys, we're going to yadda-yadda our way through. If they win 10 games, fine. If they win 12 games, great. If they're the one seed, it's okay. But we'll yada yadda our way through, and yeah, Patrick Mahomes Chiefs, will be uh, fine. The Chiefs are a win away from, once again, opening the NFL season on a Thursday night at Arrowhead. I don't think Bengals fans Maybe are, they'll host
3: Cincinnati for that
4: one. Bengals fans are happy that, that the Chiefs won. I'll be t- totally honest with you. They they're 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 glad hmm. that the Ravens fans uh get to I think cry we should, regardless. We're going to be in Vegas as as all next week
3: on Radio Row, and we'll we'll do some fun stuff on the show but also off the show on social media and stuff. I think we need to get you in a Joe Burrow jersey walking on the strip. And we're just going to have you acting really depressed and asking people, "What's it like? <laughs> do you think to be in a Super Bowl and win a game and win a game? Like
0: to win a Super Bowl as yeah. a franchise? What
3: well, can you guys tell me? You just go up to Chiefs fans and like, what's it like to win a Super Bowl and just see get their reaction? Would you do that for us for content reasons? You know,
4: uh, I, I don't feel that way. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll, I'll say this: I, I don't. I. I am not. I do not genuinely feel the way that you will portray me. But sure. <laughs> <laughs> I, have this, I would I have like, the Joe I would like for, for us to though.
3: get you on video walking on the strip sad in a Burrow Jersey and asking chiefs fans that walk by, what's it like to win a Super Bowl. just to see the reaction that they give to you and, and what you do.
4: I'm yeah. really looking forward to though, Joe Burrow, not having T Higgins and being able to still go and win games. So then people can stop <laughs> with the narrative of all of this whole thing. Again, I mean, you can, I don't know. It's going to be fun next year. I'm looking forward to hopefully being <laughs> able
0: to go to the again? game.
1: Random question
4: for you, Gold. For you, Drew. Over in the text line, nine
0: one three five eight six seven six ten. Of course, you can hit us up on our Twitter, Twitch at six ten sports KC. We live stream the show. Plan is to try to live stream it down at Radio Row. Just got to make sure the technology cooperates with us. But that would be the plan. So subscribe over there. Today is obviously going to be in a theme, mm-hmm. Vegas theme, because of course that's where we are. So the question I have for you today, I'll give you my answer, so you can have a second to think about it, because I know it'll take you a second. Okay. What is, in your opinion, the best either movie scene, television episode, or television scene surrounding Vegas? And why is the answer the Entourage episode of Vegas? That might be the best. Look, I think The Hangover might be grossly overrated as a flick. So we can get into that in a minute. (laughs) But the Vegas scene from Entourage, there's a lot of movies that surround Vegas. I could mention a scene from Rounders when he's betting against Johnny Chan. Great scene. But the Vegas season in Entourage, the ups and downs... Vinny betting all the money on like, that is a fantastic encapsulation of how we would all treat Vegas <laughs> if we had that amount of money. I think that's my answer, but I'm open to yeah, other okay. suggestions on the text line at nine one three five eight six seven six ten.
3: You know how I feel about Entourage. That's why I, I love that show, and I, I lo- even the mo- even though the movie wasn't great, it still brought back a lot of nostalgia. So uh, I, I I loved Entourage. That's a good answer. So yeah, I could just give you the stereotypical Hangover answer, and I don't think it's an overrated movie. I the original, not the not the sequels that they have made, those suck. But the original Hangover, yeah. I actually thought was phenomenal. It's, it's still yeah, if it's, it's on, I'll still watch mediocre. it. Mediocre uh, for me, I, I actually really like any of the. Oceans, so not not Ocean's the original, 11. not the original, original. <laughs> I'm no, about the, the one George Cluny, Cluny. Brad Pitt one. The o- Oceans Eleven is one of my one of my favorite movies. It still is. Like just, I don't know, it's in Vegas. It's heist in Vegas. All of it. Yeah.
0: When they get away with the actual crime and they're backtracking, and he's like, "When did we have Bellagio on yes, the floor?"
3: so good. And he's
0: sweeping it away. Yeah, that's. I mean, I do really like that movie. Someone mentioned Rain Man. The counting card scene, that is kind of a classic one. There's no doubt.
3: Oh, if you want to talk about just like actual like g- like gambling type movies, then like 21 and stuff or obviously. The scene of Rounders and it
0: yeah. Rounders has several very good ones, but those aren't and someone said that's Atlantic City. I didn't think about that. I thought the Vegas one uh, I was thinking enough. that close that was enough. there, but yeah. yeah, the gambling
3: scene. That's never right. been to Atlantic City. Someone
0: yeah. says NCIS Las Vegas, easy. <laughs> I've never seen it. Casino, uh, obviously, yeah. There's a ton of which scene in particular? That's what I want to know. Lampoon's Vegas Vacation, another movie I would not claim to be good, but him being George Papa Giorgio and then winning the cars, like for each pull, winning a new car, that's also a very good Vegas scene.
3: Yeah, a lot of people bring up Joe Pesci in Casino. I mean, that's just yeah, it's tough to beat Joe 19- nineteen. Love Joe Pesci. Yeah, that's yeah, so good. Joe
4: Pesci, Niro, I thought was I mean, that's
3: a classic. I don't, no, that that was one that came to mind too. So we'll go Someone ahead.
0: saying Chris Tucker playing craps in Rush Hour <laughs> Two, <laughs> maybe one of the funniest <laughs> things ever. That it's movie, also good. Yeah. Someone says Heat. Uh, oh, Sky Fox over on Twitch Heat is a great movie set in Vegas. Everything's great there. Again, there's there's a there's so many good available options. Well, I, just, I can't
3: wait for Vegas, man. Is Entourage is gonna, your gonna...
0: answer if I would have just like opened it up and not told you what uh, my answer was? I don't know if
3: it would have my fur. I mean Entourage That's is still like one. if we're asking truly, not not what is considered. The, the greatest TV shows of all time. But if you're asking my personal favorites, it would be it would be in my top 10. I know Entourage doesn't go down as a top 10 TV series of all time. My personal top 10, Entourage would actually be in there. Um, obviously, The Wire, we just talked about that last week would we play in Baltimore. I hadn't thought about this one. Multiple people
0: in the text line mentioning Con Air. They crashed the plane in Vegas, and then Steve Buscemi's winning the money towards yeah, the end. Yeah, that's
3: not you, you, you got something against Con Air? No, I like Con Air, but that's not. Anywhere where my mind goes when I think a Vegas movie though. No, but I mean it ends in Vegas. Uh, I it ends in it's Vegas. It's got it's got a massive scene. But the move the move the whole movie's not around Vegas though.
0: I saw that twenty one movie. I thought it was kind of mediocre too. Someone says it's a good it's Vegas movie. I was like, yeah, it's fine, I guess. I I actually don't think it's that bad. It's okay. Yeah. The oh, poker oh, movies my are final usually the worst answer, They're never really a good representation
3: m- of it. My final answer is Ocean
0: Eleven. Ocean Eleven. Which particular, is there one scene that stands out as being uh, like. The whole movie's got
3: scene after scene. I know, it's got scene seen an, after scene.
0: It just feels Vegas. Yeah. Is that part of it? Yes.
3: Yeah. Oh, I, I'm the type where before I go to Vegas, I'll purposely watch some Vegas related movie before. Like if the night before I'm flying to Vegas or something. So on Saturday night. or, or Yeah, we're leaving on Sunday. So Saturday night. I'll download
0: the entourage I'll, scene.
3: Either that or I'll watch Ocean's 11 or I'll watch 21 or any of these ones we've been bringing up. I'll, I'll, I'll get in, or even on the plane. Maybe on the plane you watch a little Vegas movie.
0: A lot of mention about the text line and over on the stream's fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I mean, that's a little Someone obvious. Someone
3: says CDOT has never seen Entourage. I don't know. Him and I have to talk anyway because I discovered something over the weekend that I could not believe. And I guess this is a take from people. It's, today's not the day for it because we're excited and in a good mood. One of these times we got to have CDOT in. I thought he was joking. And I truly was stunned. He tweeted out because uh, a lot of NBA players this week have in this past week scored you know, you know over the over sixty points and and anyway, brought up will Chamberlain's hundred point performance. and Carrington thinks the whole thing is fake. He didn't think will actually scored hundred. And then I did some digging, and I guess this is a take that a lot of people have, or I shouldn't say a lot of people. some people have that wilt's thing was completely set up and fake. It's another I, I, I com- did not know, it's a I didn't know that, that was a thing neither did I. but Carrington deeply believes it. I isn't there I, Wait. No. So I there's, looked, so the there whole, audio. Whole, the whole conspiracy with that is there's no video evidence. There is audio. I mean, it of, was like a long I time ago. Well, exactly. So the conspiracy <laughs> part is that hey, there, there's no the, the the paper's not there. Uh, the, the there's no video, and it's only the fourth quarter audio. I think the whole thing uh, the suggestion mm-hmm. that it's fake is crazy. Um, but that's the take from some. Okay, we'll get Seed on yeah. in to discuss that it's later. Another the day. It's another, another day answers, for that. More answers, by the
0: way, before we move on. Joey finds his identical hand friend, twin in Friends. That's also very good. God, there are just so many good choices. Also, is someone on the text line really suggesting we go to the library when we get to Vegas? Go to where? When you're in Vegas. No. Oh, you have <laughs> no. to go <laughs> no. to the library. I like the library. Is there something special about this library? I've never, in all the times I've heard people suggest. It's a suggest, Gentleman's Club. Oh, got it.
3: I don't think they mean the actual library. Uh, I just Googled. Yeah, it's there's not, a gentleman's the club called, Vegas yeah. public library. Yeah, which Cody, again, uh, if you missed it, uh, mm. something's going to have to give because Cody owes this show slash me through a bet that he was supposed to have his first strip club experience, even though he cheated <laughs> uh, <like> a month <laughs> or two ago. Um, but he was supposed to. Was. And, I, and we said, hey, if the sheets make the Super Bowl in Vegas, you got to go. So whether it's the library, whether it's Spearmint, Rhino, whether it's Cheetahs, what are you going to do?
0: I want to think about it. I don't feel like I should have to answer that today. Oh, okay. I'd like to have, I'd like to think about it. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I want to think. I don't like the sound of any of it. I'll just say that.
3: Okay. All right. I'm just, I just think you should do something to pay off the bet finally.
0: You know? I should have known that the library was a strip club.
3: I should have known that. I don't know what they were trying to trick you. Maybe you would have said, "Sure, let's go to the library. <laughs> let's go to the library. I like libraries. They seem nice. No, Take my kids a, there. A, you know,
0: every couple of weeks."
3: It is a gentleman's club with only three point one stars.
0: <sighs> and yes, if we go, there'll be a pre and post game available.
3: It's online. the. Have you ever seen the movie Showgirls?
0: No, I don't think
3: so. That's the gentleman club that's featured in that movie. Oh,
0: okay. I mean, I'm familiar with the movie, but I, I don't. You've think heard I've of seen it. it? Yeah. I think I would have been like You've heard ten when that movie came I mean, out. I was, I, don't,
3: I was four. I, I know that. I was. don't feel like my
0: parents. We, you know, we had a pretty loose TV guideline, but I don't think we had that loose of a TV guideline, like you know, letting a ten-year-old watch Showgirls. Someone
3: says, if you could bring one book to a strip club, <laughs> what, what book would it be? That'll, be? that'll be the random question tomorrow. <laughs> Someone says, did they just call the library so they could say, yeah, my my daughter actually she works at the library, and nobody's like, oh, that's nice, nice. For her. Someone is claiming the owner of
0: cheetahs lives in KC. Says they can hook us up. Is that true? <laughs> oh, now Cody's interested. <laughs> no, I'm just curious. <laughs> that just seems like a weird connection. Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. That's all.
0: We'll get to Carrington later. Should we still? Hey, Drew. In this break, will you go see if, if Rob's Rob, got yeah. five minutes? Just five
3: minutes. And and Spec, if he's around. Too.
0: Five minutes from both of them. They can come yeah. in at the same time and explain their their. The hater level. that they Rob picked
3: the, the Ravens to win and was a hater kind of all year. At this point, he might as well and choose then, the 49ers. I was going to say, why don't use, you, you need then, him to pick the 49ers then? And then our boss, Steven Spector, for two years in a row, has sent out basically the same tweet every, like, October or November, Try which is, this team just doesn't give me Super Bowl vibes. Our old producer did the same thing a year ago as well. Too much doubt. I, a, I had to make a song Pat- about it. Patrick Mahomes resides in Kansas City. You can't ever say they don't have vibes to win a Super Bowl. Can't ever say it. That doesn't exist. No Super Bowl vibes. They just, they just vibes. exist with Super Bowl vibes.
0: That's all that matters. Yeah, that's how they live their lives. Yeah,
3: Rob, the only person at this station that picked the Ravens to win. And I mean, you?
0: He's not a, You know, he didn't want to look like a Homer.
3: Well, he's wrong. <laughs> he was just flat out wrong.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he was wrong.
3: We'll see if one of them wants to come in studio. Coming up next, we'll also get back into. The Lions and 49ers game, just briefly, we'll have all all week uh, next week and this week to talk 49ers, but still how that game went down and what it means for the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. T-Mobile has
0: invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.